Welcome back to another episode of the Gratitude and Grit podcast. Nick, how are we doing today? Pretty great. How are you? Great. So next week is Bring a Friend Week. Yes. To the gym. Yep. So hopefully we can bring some friends. Do you have any? <laughs> Got a couple. couple. I have one I've been trying to get for like a year now and That's I, just, right. I just can't get them there. No, not yet. Not yet, but we're maybe, we're working on it. Maybe next time. So we thought we'd do a, an episode on just kind of common questions asked, kind of common thoughts, yep. kind of curve some of those thoughts and ideas right. and try and get people into the gym. Yeah. And then the hope is, is you can share this podcast with one of your friends, say, give this quick one a listen Yeah. for 15 minutes and kind of maybe that eases their mind a little bit, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, I was trying to think what, what's the word that we're trying to go for. It's like, yeah, ease people's mind or help clear up some of the the hurdles or misconceptions, I suppose, about like what's going on behind the, the walls of in a CrossFit gym, you know, and, and why, why should I come or why can I come as a beginner? So that's kind of the idea. Yeah. So you've been coaching for six plus years, seven plus years, seven plus. Yeah. And so you've done hundreds of flight schools and now hundreds of onboarding classes. And so when you have yeah. that first one-on-one or when somebody calls you and says, Hey, I Googled CrossFit. What's it about? Yeah. What's their usually first go-to question? Um, I don't know if it's usually a question. Like the usually, I'd say the majority of the people when they come in, it's not a question. It's they've they've finally come over the first hurdle of I've just been in, I've been thinking about it for so long, but I've been intimidated. Uh, or I, you know, I just haven't done it. I haven't pulled the trigger. Um, and then I kind of unpack that with questions and, you know, okay, well tell me more. Like what have, what have you been thinking about? Who have you been talking to? Or have you been on YouTube looking at CrossFit games workouts? <laughs> like, you know, what, what does it mean to be informing yourself, but also to overcome that intimidation of, you know, like what information are you consuming is that information intimidating you, which most of the people it is. Um, and then how do you over, you know, what is that mental process for the individual of how do you overcome that? And what brought you in for the first time? And, and oftentimes that the first time or when someone reaches out, you know, on the phone or they, they come in for their first onboarding session, it's like, um, I'm just really nervous that I won't be able to keep up. Like I, I won't be able to do the things that I believe everybody that is they doing. don't. Yeah. They don't know what they're going to do, but they're already concerned about keeping it, up. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's this interesting discussion, you know, and, and again, we're, I'm just getting to know somebody and it's the first interaction with them, but there's a belief that they have of like, I, I believe I know what's going on inside of these walls, but I also think that this is where I can find the help or I can find the thing that is going to help me get into better shape. Um, so it's this interesting play of like fear and excitement, but, but also just like really a big question mark over, over their head, you know? Yeah. I think, I mean, not somebody that's worked out a lot. The gym's always an intimidating factor. Like you always envision like the gold gym for sure. Just a bunch of really strong people that know what they're doing. And then 
to me, that's, I always talk to people at work or whatever. And I'm always, it's, you know, just normal people. Yeah. And then it always amazes me how many women are in CrossFit. Yeah. And I always say it's like 70%. That's what it always feels like. Yeah. But you would think it would be 90% guys that would going back to the stigma of it. It'd be like 90% guys and a bunch of, you know, rich fronings in our gym the whole time. And it's not the case at all. It, it is interesting, right? If, if you were to say, yeah, what do you describe a, you know, not to put any brand of gym, but the gold's gym, like describe the interior of a gold's gym. Even I would describe it as, you know, well, I could describe the layout and the machines and the weights are over here and there's mirrors everywhere. And then there's guys that are just massive and their shirts are like, you know, they got the tanks that are cut down to their waistband. Two gallons of water. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, (laughs) it, (laughs) and I've been members of those gyms and it's not always like that. But then if you ask me to describe the inside of a CrossFit gym, I mean, it would be such a vast different experience. I mean, it's the normal everyday, you know, I mean, we live in the Northland of Kansas city and it's like, I could literally describe the, the average person that lives in the Northland of Kansas city. And those are the people that are inside the walls of, of, of KCI at least. Um, so that, that discussion, honestly, you know, when I have those first few discussions with people, it's like, Hey, breaking down those walls of like, you know, I try to right away. If, if someone's walking into the gym and I've had me an onboarding session, um, right away or not right away, as soon as I can, as soon as they're like, okay, I feel halfway comfortable. I try to point people out and I, and I use people in the gym as, as an example, you know, I'm off on one corner of the rig doing my onboarding, we're squatting and the rest of the class, there's 10 people in class. And I'll say, Hey, look over at Here's Brad and here's Susie and here's uh, Jordan. And I can help them see the people that are in the gym and, and show them really how the workout is working when everybody's doing the same thing, but we're doing it with different movements, different intensities. Um, you know, cause right away, if people can see, Oh yeah, that's, I can identify with, with that person, you know, male, female, or whatever it is, or that age, shape, whatever, you know, if someone can see someone else of their similar physique, yeah, physique. Yeah. I suppose. Um, they're like, Oh, I'm like, yeah. And Brad's been doing this for five years now, you know, and he's a normal guy and look at him, you know, you can, you can do this too. Like, so yeah, it's, you know, building the trust with people, but also being able to show them, you know, once you're in that gym for the, once you're in a CrossFit gym for the first time, like being able to open your eyes and see the people that are in there working out, I think is really important. So when, what, after that, then what is their number one goal or what, when you ask them, what do you want to achieve or what brought you here? What do they respond with? Um, the first answer is always generic and it's, I want to get in shape and usually that means I want to lose a few pounds. Um, to some people that means I want to, um, get back in shape. Um, I want to be it. I remember when I was in shape two years ago, five years ago, 15 years ago, I want to get back into that shape. You know, we, we could rabbit trail on that discussion. And I, I don't like thinking of fitness in terms of, I want to get back to a shape. I want to go forward to a shape. Anyway, that's another discussion question, but yeah, it's usually like a generic, I want to get in shape. Um, the discussion from there goes, okay, well, what, 
what are you feeling right now like you're not in shape? Okay, because there's a, there's a feeling that goes along with I'm not in shape. Sometimes that's the number on the scale. Okay, that's fine. Um, other times it's just, you know, a general feeling of lack of energy. Like you feel, um, you don't feel strong. You know, the, it's an interesting, when you actually kind of pay attention to your body and you don't feel strong or you think, or you feel weak, that feeling over time. And, you know, you, you say that to yourself over time and you feel that and you identify with, I'm, I'm not strong. I'm weak. That, that plays into your psyche. So a lot of times it's, I just, I need to, I want to be stronger. I don't feel like myself. You know, once I'm kind of peeling back the layers of people, it's like, I, I just need to be a little bit better version of myself. Um, you know, and I know that's kind of a cliche thing, but that's when people boil that down, I think that, that that's the root of it. It's like, there's some sense of identity and they're like, wherever I'm at today isn't me and I don't want to be here anymore. I want to language that I use, you know, we and you and I use sometimes is like the momentum has been going in one direction and it's not helping me. Like the momentum is taking me unhealthier and unhealthier and I need to change that momentum um, and get healthier. And then we kind of, and then that, you know, from our, my first onboarding session with people, you know, we, I don't try to, I try to just talk to people and listen to people. But the, one of the big talking points is like, once we can identify, what are you feeling? What would you feel that you're missing or that you don't have, or that you want to achieve? Um, then I can begin to ask questions like, well, how do you, how do you define the word fitness? Um, and CrossFit has a pretty specific definition of, of what fitness is. It's specific, but it's a general term of, of the word fitness. Um, and then we can discuss and talk about, and I can kind of teach like, Hey, here's what CrossFit believes fitness is. Um, and, and then we kind of unpack that and, Hey, how do we achieve fitness through what we're doing inside the gym? And that kind of walks us into the onboarding session. That's movement. We're teaching movements I'm teaching squats and presses and deadlifts and, um, so that's kind of the, the progression typically of those first conversations of what am I feeling? What, what am I unhappy with as the person walking in the door? What does that mean from a fitness standpoint? What do you, how do you define the word fitness? And I can tell you how we define the word fitness and, um, you know, that kind of opens more discussion. Yeah, that would be a good <clears throat> discussion on, you know, seeing how they act and all that stuff. But then the next step would be, well, let's get started, right? Yeah. And so you get started. And so how how often do you recommend that they do it their first week or two weeks through the onboarding yeah. program? That's a great question. Um, so the, the stock answer, um, I've got a couple stock answers. Three times a week. Okay. Um, now, I don't just come out and say that. It's like, how often should I come to the gym? And I just respond three times a week. But that's kind of in in the back of my head. I know that if if someone isn't able to come in with a regular schedule three days a week, then you know we got to figure out how we're going to make the schedule work. Um, the this usually the more di- usually the conversation more flows to what's the f- past fitness history. Um, again, what are we trying to achieve? And really, the discussion is what's your schedule like. How 
I hate this term, the busy, you know, air Mm -hmm. quotes, like how busy are you? Um, and how, how often can you prioritize yourself? Um, prioritize yourself. I like that. That's a good way to spin it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, cause we're busy with other people's priorities. Anyway, that's another podcast. I yeah. suppose I'm just dropping future podcasts, but, um, but if they're there and they're talking to you, then it's becoming more of a priority, it, right? It is. So it can't be, well, I can only do it two days a week. Yeah. Well then it's obviously not a priority. Then Come back to me when you're serious about it. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was harsh, but that's no, it, <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, but those are my thoughts. And then I try to wordsmith around that, but the answer that I like to give is what routine will get, or what frequency will get you into routine? Uh, oftentimes people come in and they've never been in a gym routine. Um, sometimes that discussion with that person goes, well, I want to see you in here five days a week based on their schedule and how busy, you know, the quote, how quote busy they are. Um, I think it's healthy and it's okay for some people to shoot for five days a week, knowing that, well, some, someday you're going to, something's going to come up and you're not going to hit the fifth day. You're going to only going to be coming four days. Um, but really the, the most important thing I believe is what will help you develop the habit? Can you get into a habit of three days a week? Like, because you know, you have full availability Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then great, let's do it. Or do you have full availability and can you come in four or five days a week? Um, uh, the stock answer, going back to my first answer, oftentimes a beginner, like you're the body takes some time to adjust. So three relatively intense workouts a week is probably enough for someone who hasn't been exercising much um, or really has no exercise background. Three relative intense workouts a week. That same person could could come in five days a week and those other two days a week, and we've talked, you know, I've talked about this before, but it's like, okay, well, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, relatively intense. I know I'm going to try to make it in five days a week or four days a week, Tuesday and Thursday, I'm going to keep intensity like below a five out of a 10. That way I'm showing up, I'm moving. I might not even break a sweat, but I'm in the gym so that I'm developing the, the reps and the habit of waking up, going in the front door, getting in the workout, prioritizing the hour and whatever commute that you have. Um, so it, it's a fluid discussion. You know, I know that's a long winded answer to a, a short question, but that's, that's where the discussion usually goes with the beginner. Yeah. I think it's worth noting. So if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, you guys offer classes six days a week, seven is open gym or Sundays an open gym. So there's all sorts of times, you yeah. know, the classes are one hour classes Yep. and you offer them what six, almost six a day. Yeah. Right? Seven a day, seven a day. Yeah. Five days a week. Yeah. So there's opportunities all shapes and sizes, yeah. all time domains, yep. seven days a week. So if you're a three-day three, three day person, it could be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you could still hit it. Exactly. And so obviously more is better, but yep. there's always a place to start, and there's plenty of opportunity there. It's not like it's you know, 9 o'clock in the morning and 5 o'clock p.m. And that's exactly. It, so. Yeah, and you're like, oh, my work schedule doesn't do that. I'm like, you know, usually someone's like, well, I'm, I'm so busy with work. Okay, what do you have one day off? Do you have two days off? I'm like, what are your days off? Yeah. I'm like, there's two. You just need to make one more. To, you know, if you're trying to go three days a week, you've and you're busy. You know, you work twelve hour days. You know, five days a week. Fine. That I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you got days off, 
and you, and let's figure out a way to make fitness a part of your routine on your days off. Right. And the good thing is it's it's only an hour and it's yeah. every class is an hour and it's pre-programmed. Yep. Right. So you don't have to you just show up, shoes, shorts, shirt, yeah. And coach does everything for you. Just go. Just follow direction. Yep. Like that to me, you know, having the one hour, it's not an hour and a half. It's not, you know, an hour and 20 minutes. We're usually very, very consistent and right at an hour. Yep. And you don't have to program anything. Whereas going back to Gold's Gym or something, that was always so intimidating for me was, is what do I do? What do I do? You know, back one day, legs the next day. And exactly. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And, and I'd say that's a common question that I get. Um, from people that have fitness experience, the question is, so are Monday, like, are the workouts the same? Am I, what muscle groups am I doing? I get those, those questions are, are common and understandable because, you know, if someone has a, you know, a traditional gym background, that's kind of the mentality, the overarching mentality as well. You do one or two muscle groups a day, you rest, and then you do it, you know, go through that and that's your week. Um, so th- that person comes in with that question, like, uh, what what muscle groups am I working today, and you know, and what's tomorrow, and what's Wednesday and Friday or whatever. But uh, so th- that discussion of well, because of how we define our fitness as kind of general and non-specific, we we don't think in terms of muscle groups. We think in terms of movement patterns. Um, hinging is different than squatting. Pressing is different than pulling. Running is different than jumping rope. Um, so spinning that, you know, um, the question that, that a beginner that who doesn't have any fitness background or, or minimal fitness background, that question is, are the workouts always the same? Are they like stations? Are they, you know, what do I do? I do something for a certain amount of time. And that's usually a, a longer discussion with with people like that because there's, in CrossFit, there's so many different workouts. I mean, you know, we today's workout we might never do again. You know, like, well, why? That doesn't make sense to yeah someone who you know hasn't been doing CrossFit. Like, I'm only doing this workout once. Why am I doing that? Or we're gonna do it once every six months, and we're gonna test it and retest it. Like, well, what does that mean? A test and a retest. So helping those those beginners, you know, people that don't have much experience, kind of say, okay, well today's workout is meant to be 30 minutes long. Why is that? And tomorrow's workout is meant to be just weightlifting. Why is that? And the next workout is five minutes long. Why is that? And we go through that in the onboard and say, here's why we're doing a five minute workout. Here's why we're just weightlifting tomorrow. Here's why we're doing a 30 minute workout today. And here's why it is constantly varied, um, every day, every week, even throughout you know the month. So yeah, I, I was talking to a girl at the 6.15 p.m. class um, two days ago, and she's been new five five months she's been into it. And like I always tell people that, you know, you got to stick with it for a few months to understand, you know, the yeah. the descriptions and the work movements and all that stuff. But it's actually more enjoyable the longer you're with it because you actually understand all the stuff. Yep. And so you can't, you know, can't give it 30 days yes. because you're not going to be able to understand exactly what you're supposed to be doing and how you're supposed to be doing it. But once you get to that six month mark, then it really starts to click. And that that's when I think it gets fun. You know, you start, you, you know what you're doing. You come to, come to class, you understand everything. Yep. 
you know where you're at from a fitness standpoint, how much weight you can do. You've done all the lifts by then. Yeah. So you have a baseline for everything and that's when it starts to kind of get fun. Yeah, that's a great point, you know, and it is some of the discussion that I have with, with a beginner, like, when do I learn all of the terms? I don't know anything. When do I learn those? Or when do I don't know all the movements? When do I learn those? And that discussion goes to just that point what you, what you were saying, like it takes time. Um, you know, and, and we'd kind of sit down and we talk about, all right, what's the expectation in the first 30 days of this, of your membership? What's the expectation in the first 90 days? Um, and what is it going to look and feel like, and what is this rhythm going to feel like? And, and that's part of the discussion. Like, you're not going to have it all figured out in the first month or the first 90 days. This is something like you need to be able to forecast committing into the process of coming in and learning and figuring it out. Um, there's a hurdle for a lot of people that, again, because of the the dominant gym culture, it's like you, you always have one foot out the door. You're always just kind of, testing it and seeing in like what's the cancellation policy can I get out I don't know if I like if I don't like it if the uh, you know if the machines are too busy one day I'm just going to quit you know like with CrossFit you've there's a there's a ramp up there's a momentum period of like okay you've got to figure out you know and again that's why we have those discussions early on about how are you going to define your fitness and does that de definition change in six months or a year from now, like, do you understand, like, this is what we're doing to improve your fitness. And it's going to, that takes time. It takes time to gain muscle. It takes time to lose fat. It takes time to know what a snatch is and a strict handstand push up and, you know, all these a reverse lunge. Yeah. Yeah. Double dumbbell overhead box, burpee box jump over. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I think one other thing to talk, touch on quickly because this always usually comes up and we've done a couple podcasts about is injury. So do they ask about injury and the, the stigma of being injured or not? Uh, 50, 50. And then do most of the people that come to you have some sort of injury already or some sort of hindrance? Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, majority, the majority of people that start CrossFit, I would say, you know, whether that's 51% or 99%, I don't know, but yes, the majority of the question that, majority of the people that come to me and say, Hey, I'm, you know, what, again, going back to our discussion, I want to get in better shape. What does that mean? All that sort of stuff. Um, like, great. T tell me about old injuries and old surgeries that you've had, you know, that I should know about. And typically there's something, you know, there's an ankle, this, there's a knee, this, I used to play sports when I was, you know, a different age. Um, I've got this nagging shoulder thing. Okay. Um, so a lot of people come in with a, with a thing. Um, and that's fine. You know, that's, you're in the normal here. You're in the majority if you've got a thing, which again, that prevents some people from coming and starting CrossFit because they're like, Oh, I can't do all the things. And I've got my shoulder thing. So it, CrossFit isn't for me. Like, no, the majority of people have something, you know, um, other people, yeah, they come in with the questions like, Hey, I've heard, or I've seen, you know, I've talked to a friend and they got injured doing CrossFit. Say so that's fair. Some people do. Um, yeah, there was a study that came out recently anyway about that. I don't know. We don't have those stats to discuss it, but it's, um, 
it, that's a gentle conversation to have. Like, why do injuries happen? Injuries happen, one, because of an acute moment in time. You scrape your shin on a box, and that's an injury, and that happened in one rep, in one moment, in one workout. Versus you snatch poorly for six months or a year or two years, and then at some point you're like, oh, my shoulder kind of doesn't feel good today. It's like, well, you know, have you been focusing on proper technique over the course of history? Um, you know, and oftentimes some people even come in and they're like, no, I feel good. You know, I've been going to the gym regularly. Um, where was I going to try to go with that? Oh, yeah. Well, they... So a regular gym goer can come into CrossFit um, and feel strains and, and the growing pains um, simply because of the range of motion that we're using versus the range of motion that they may have been not using. Mm -hmm. you, know, you think of some of the machines and some of the exercises that you could do on your own in a traditional gym, oftentimes we're not using full range of motion where you come into a CrossFit gym and we're going to say, hey, can you get your arm and your shoulder into a full overhead position and hang on a pull-up bar, or, you know, do a full range of motion push-up or you know, squats or deadlifts or whatever that is. Um, and just getting in and out of that range of motion, people will feel like, ooh, that doesn't feel good. It's not an injury. It's just like man, your body hasn't been used to doing those movements. Um, so those are, those are also discussions that we have. Like we're going to get in and out of a full range of motion we're going to add intensity when and where it's appropriate. Um, and we need to take this thing really slow. Um, just because again, based on your fitness background, we don't know how your body's going to respond to the movements, the range of motion, the relative intensity, or just the volume, the amount of stuff that you're asking your body to do. Um, so yeah, those, those are common questions that people have and just got to say, Injuries aren't as common as, as you think. Um, just the people that get injured are louder than the people that don't get injured. And that you, you always hear about the story that somebody's, yeah. oh yeah, I heard they messed up their shoulder. I heard they messed up their, their ankle, you know, what they were running and they rolled their ankle, sprained an ankle. Like anyway, we can, runners get injured more often than CrossFitters. That's. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for five years. I've only been, I'm going to say, injured once. But that was just, I think, more strain than anything. You just got to know your body. So I think as you get a little bit older, you tend to know that. And I would tend to think that a lot of the new people coming in know their body a little bit or learning their body. And so you start out small and work up. So yeah. yep. you don't come out like a maniac day yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, and, and being able to yeah progress into that. And again... In our onboarding process, we sit down, we talk about, okay, what is the expectation? Like, what what do me and we, as the collective coaches, what do we expect out of a beginner? And making sure that, we, that that beginner doesn't think that we expect them to know everything, do everything, operate at high intensity, and, you know, put the air quotes around, keep up with everybody. That is, there's zero expectation of that. And then also have that beginner say, well, what is their expectation of themselves? Because um, some people are like, yeah, I'm a go-getter. I want to go hard from day one. And then we'll sit down and talk and be like, okay, you need to not do that. That's not the expectation because you're going to 
be at a higher risk of injury if you go hard from day one. Like that's not the right solution. You know, you can't go from zero to a hundred miles an hour. Things are just going to break down. Um, but you know, for, for other people it's, yeah, you need to come in and work at a relative intensity that feels like a five or a six in every workout that you have. You need to leave the gym and be like, that was a good workout. I probably could have done more. And that's a common statement that I say in, in onboarding. Like I want you to feel like you gave good effort but you can give more effort and that'll prevent injuries and that'll prevent too much soreness. And that'll help you get into the rhythm of getting into the gym regularly. Um, so that's, yeah, that's kind of where, where that discussion goes. Yep. It's a lot bigger deal to the people that speak it, you know, or preach about it than it is reality. Yeah. You know, so there might be, you have a gym that has 150 people. There might be a couple of people that have injury and they'll be speaking louder than most. Exactly. But for the most part, yeah, we see who comes to class every day. It's not, not a common deal. No, no, it's not, you know. So anything else we need to cover for next week? I think we hit all of our bullet points. Yeah. I think those are, those are the big ones. Um, I mean, as, as far as bring a friend week goes and, and discussing that, like we, we want to, yeah, the, the goal is to show families of the Kansas City Northland that this is where you could feel like you belong. And then you, again, based on the definition of fitness and how we say, what are we going to do to get in shape and get fit? Like, this is how this, this is our definition of it. If, if you can jump on board with that, like we've got, we've got the community for you and we've got the resources for you from a coaching standpoint and from, you know, everything from our kids program and nutrition program and all sorts of stuff. So it's allow yourself to have that curiosity of like, I wonder what it is like, you know, if your friend is inviting you to the gym, be like, do I trust my friend, you know? And, and, and do I like the way that they talk about their gym experience? Do I want to be that sort of person? Like my friend is, you know, like, man, they're, happy and positive and they're getting in shape and they seem like they're having a really good time. And they, they're always talking about CrossFit. Like, yeah, sounds fun. Like, yes. It yeah. Is. <laughs> I, I think that speaks to the culture aspect of it. That's, that was one of the surprising aspects of it for me was the culture, you know, and getting to know those people. I mean, I don't know anybody in the CrossFit community right now that I am a coworker with or anybody like I have a other relationship with. So yeah. they're all through CrossFit. Same thing with my wife when she does pure bar, but it's, you get so accustomed to your time slot and your group and, you know, that's the culture that you know and, right. and they hold you accountable and you want to go back, you know, and you want to show up every day because of all that stuff. And then you go to a Saturday class and you see more people and that's just it. I mean, that's after a while yeah. it, it breeds its own intensity because you want to go there because it's yeah. your fitness journey, but yet you, you owe it to all those people there you know, true. And that's part of the deal. And you text each other and say, you going, you're, yeah, you're going, let's go. Yeah. You know, there's a workout tomorrow. Let's go. Yep. So, and, and that, that's real. I mean, I didn't, yeah, you didn't script saying that, but like often people come into the gym for the first time they're beginners and like, I've been trying to work out on my own either in the basement or at home or, you know, and it doesn't work. Like I need some accountability and be like, 
I'm glad you have that realization. I had that realization too. Like, mm. and then like my eyes were wide open to CrossFit. I was like, holy smokes. Like it's real. Like that's a real thing of that accountability and that desire to keep showing up, which is a big, you know, again, go, it helps you develop the habits and it helps you stay in that momentum of, you know, those healthy decisions. Like it. So okay. find a friend, bring a friend, find a friend, expand the culture. Yeah. Bring them in. At least just show them, show them the gym. See, let them see why you come in and enjoy it. Why we've been doing it for five years. That's right. <laughs> Piece of cake. Here we go. Here we go.